Yep. It'll be a good episode. Yeah. I I asked uh, on the way here. I asked Anthony, and he said he said, I said what's the important thing? He said for them to be real. Mm-hmm. Then he said not talk behind my back, but all kids do that. So he does that with Haley. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he said but to be real. Authenticity, man. Mm-hmm. I was on that that um, I was a guest on that podcast, that theater school podcast mm-hmm. that I like so much, and. Um, it was interesting and in analyzing my my issues with being there and even being in that line of work. I, I found myself using that word over and over again. It was very inauthentic mm. and yeah. uh, to me, and I, I don't thrive in that kind of a situation. Me either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the BS. Nope. No. And it's hard for me to, you know. And when you're that person... That just wants to be real mm-hmm. or is real. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a young person like that, some people aren't ready for that yet. Yeah. You know, maturity wise. Truth. Or, but even, you know, as an adult, some people are still not that and they can no. peg you to be a lot of things. Yeah. And, that, and it, you know, yeah. And that is something that I have had experience with many times through the years because I have caught just, I'm just kind of a cut through the bullshit kind of person. Mm-hmm. And, People like to say they think that's a great quality. Until they get it? Until, you know, until, until they yeah, get it. Yeah. Until you say, you don't believe that. Right. <laughs> until <laughs> I say, you're not a strong leader. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, there are several. There was one time I said something like that. And it, like, in that, we were in probably our late 20s. Joe and I were, I don't even know if we were engaged yet. Mm-hmm. And I said something like that, that wasn't even a big, it wasn't as monumental for me to say it as it was for this super inauthentic dude to hear it. Mm -hmm. But I said something, just a phrase like that, like, you're lying, or that's bullshit, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he never spoke to me again. That's how much he didn't want to, whatever. Yeah, listen, you know, when it comes to those kind of things, you had I had to learn to surround myself with, with people who, you know, were loyal, but we're not. There's a difference between loyalty and blind loyalty. Mm-hmm. I don't. You don't want the blind loyalty. I don't think. No, and it's takes a lot. It takes a lot of patience because to to find those right people to surround yourself. with. Yes, it does. Yes, I've said about my daughter. It seems like. A uh, big part of her, like an overriding theme so far of her life is wanting that one best friend. Not that she doesn't want lots of friends, but right, she's no. looking for that one, mm-hmm. that one person, you know. And she's put a couple square pegs in round holes a couple times throughout her life just to get there. To get there. Yeah, these kids are different now. Mm-hmm. Mm, they are. Mm-hmm. Like... I saw, like, yeah, they're different. I, I saw a video yesterday of some kids fighting, and they were fighting what looked like they're fr- It's just, kids are weird now. <laughs> um, they are. Yeah. They just, yeah, they're weird. Yeah. All right, folks. Welcome to the dining room studio. 
Um, and welcome to the Strongly Worded Podcast. <laughs> I'm going to get our intro. I've got to go listen to an old episode, an intro, so I can get it right, because I used to be able to just... Go right in. Go right in. <laughs> All right. Folks, welcome to the Strongly Worded Podcast. I am Sue O'Lear. And I am Johnny Hampton. We are here in the dining room studio, actually on a Sunday. Yes, we got it done today. We got it done today. Um, and I'm pretty pumped about our week for a couple of reasons. I was in a class yesterday. Oh, I got yeah. to spend four hours networking and learning from I did not other podcasters. Yeah, it could have gone on and on. I mean, there was... Anyway, it was a, it was a class led by two very successful podcasters who, um, you know, podcast for a living, really, <laughs> and 25 aspiring podcasters learning and, and workshopping and whatever, so... I'm fired up, Johnny. I'm fired up this week. <laughs> As opposed to other weeks? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> As opposed to other weeks? As opposed to other You're right. I am always fired up, but I'm fired up about this. I'm excited. Yeah, I came experience. across in your messages. Did it? Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I talked about it a lot a couple of days leading up to it once we decided you mm-hmm. know to make the investment Johnny split the investment with me and um it was I love being a student I love learning things I love you know and and I don't know that uh in my life right now it will ever mani- manifest itself in like another degree or a long-term class mm-hmm. but these workshops where you can sit and really focus on something you're truly Did interested you like? mm-hmm. in you know for an afternoon um it was awesome it was super fun it was fun to think. In this twenty f- group of 25, I think I was one of the only ones that had this up and running. Yeah. That's, that, that's pretty awesome to know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, we just did it, Johnny. We just did it. We yeah. didn't. We just acted like we knew what we were doing. Right. Sounded like we were talking in the wind tunnel. <laughs> that first episode is so good, but it sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, still, it's still the most downloaded one. It is. It is. And that was a theme, you know, like sound quality is so important. Mm -hmm. Sound quality is so important. Uh, And I think if we got, it was terrible. terrible. It was terrible. It was. But here we are. That's right. We sound good now. We went, you know, we're, I think we're moving up. We're on an upswing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Listen, before we get started, I, I would like to do some more shout outs because we're now over $500 in this fundraiser. Look at that. Yeah. So this Facebook fundraiser for Flagler United, um, I spoke about it a little bit last week. Um, you know, they send you that message a couple weeks before your birthday, do a birthday fundraiser. And I was like, hmm, I wonder how this works. You know how it works? Your friends and family <laughs> step up and all give you a few bucks and it totals. I mean, I have to keep increasing the goal because we keep meeting it. So my my deepest thanks go out to all of you. We have Kate, Leslie, Lee, Kat, Ace, Margo, Pat, Kirsten, Jenny, Jen, Jackie, Emily, Mike, Carrie, Gina, and Rin. Equals over 500 bucks so far. Man. We still have a little ways to go. So what I've been doing with it, and that's when the spikes kind of happen. And Yeah, I see that. And, you know, as I keep... I try to offer stories and anecdotes about why the organization is important. And it was fun to see that pop when I talked about the girls. Yeah, like a hundred something bucks. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. But it was, it's been fun. It's been a fun practice putting, even putting those posts together to, yeah. to write. I've got ideas for two more between now and the end of this sucker. So July 4th is coming. My friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> so to my, to the listeners that have um, participated and supported, I, I know we talk, I I know that there are some of you out there that aren't any anywhere near Palm Coast, and we start talking about local basketball and this and that. <laughs> I know you might hit, you know, fast forward a little, but I appreciate it more than I can express here today. Thanks for the support of that fundraiser. Uh, all right, so um, here we are today. Well, yeah, we're gonna uh, maybe not as strongly worded as last week, which got strong. Nah, you know, it's so funny because people, people, uh, we were talking about the that the podcast a little bit yesterday, and I don't know, I like, I like it. I mean, it was fun. Yeah, man, it was super fun. Yeah, I like it. It was super fun, and uh, but it, it, you know, it's in, it was, uh, it's interesting how people hear some things differently when they when it's uh, meaningful to them. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, a lot of listener feedback. None yeah. of that bothers me, though. But, yeah, it was good. It was good. I thought it was one of the best episodes, so we'll mm-hmm. see. Get it up there. Run it up, fellas. Run it up, ladies. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you got to run that up. So, yesterday, our friend group was together for a funeral. Yes. Um, one of the moms in our basketball group passed away a few weeks ago from COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, left some very grieving children behind that uh, um, have a very special place in our hearts for a number of reasons. Um, And yesterday morning when I woke up and scanned Facebook as I do while I was drinking coffee, I looked at my Facebook memories and was stunned to see in my memories that it was one year to the day prior that this woman had posted pictures from a party we had here at the house. Yep. And the message of friendship and family mm-hmm. in the post. That if that was so crazy. It was so crazy. It was so crazy. And so, you know, Johnny and I looked at the picture and kind of came back to it a couple times throughout mm-hmm. the day. Just what a difference a year makes. Yeah. I mean, you know, just, you know, speaking plainly, um, that group doesn't get together anymore. Not not like that. Not, not like in that. that. It doesn't look like that when not, we do. Not like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot can happen in a year. And it got it got me to thinking about uh, just friendship in general. Mm-hmm. So we talked about talking about that today. Yeah, we're going to talk about friendship. Yeah. And uh, I think, well, I can speak for myself, right? Like I like my good friends. Best friends, good friends, people I can count on. That circle is small. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been that way at each stage of my life. So, you know, when I was in elementary school, like, I had a lot of friends, but there's only certain ones I can count on. Mm-hmm. Same way in middle school, same way in high school, and I'm the same way now. And I have a lot of friends, but there's only a select few that I could talk to about. <laughs> can, can we pause for just yeah, one moment? Eat. All right, let me see. Are we back? Okay, we're back. 
All right. Now, where were we? Where were we? Oh, we were talking about small groups of friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a small group of friends that I feel like I can count on, like that I'm, I can talk to them if something's going on, that if I need them, they'll come just like that. You know, small mm-hmm. group of people I can trust, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know if you're like that. I mean. Yeah, so I was a little bit like Carolyn, I think, uh, in my younger, younger days, mm. sort of looking for that one ride or die. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't do my big, huge groups. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like things on a, on a smaller scale. I like my circle small. I mean, I can do the acquaintance thing or whatever, but mm-hmm. I, um, I've had some heartbreak with some friends along the way that have made it hard for me to want to have another one. You know, I had, yeah. we had, uh, uh, Joe and I were best friends with another couple for several years when we moved back to Flint. And I mean, we thought it was a great, we really thought it was a great friendship. We mm-hmm. showed up for each other when we needed each other. You know, I, her kids were welcome in my home anytime and we looked at after them from time to time. And I think we only had Joseph at the time. Um, and we moved to North Carolina and her, I mean, her husband drove the, helped drive the truck and helped get us there and set up. I mean, mm-hmm. we were that tight. Mm-hmm. And then um, we were in North Carolina for about a year and I was blogging and it was kind of getting off the ground. And, um, this friend was kind of doing her own blog on a kind of a different scale and really new at it and not really hugely experienced with it. And so I, and I would of course read it and comment it and support it. But then I realized by clicking on her profile that she had a second one that she hadn't told me about. And the first and only entry was an essay about how glad she was that we had moved what that is crazy mm-hmm. yes it was it was a like a, a like a an exhale that she was glad that the friendship sort of naturally was why? coming to this split. did the essay say why yeah she um uh felt very suffocated like like she wasn't allowed to have other friendships or relationships that she felt like she, I, I don't know if it was truly my behavior or her own inside, but she felt like she couldn't have other friends or hang out with other people. She um, had things to say about my son. Um, in a blog? In a blog. People are weird, man. I mean, just, you know, that I, you know, that we were super needy. And so... <laughs> And these are the type of things like, so she couldn't tell you that, you know, and you know how you talk to somebody and they say she's intimidating and you say, is she intimidating or are you intimidated? Yes. There's a difference. Was I smothering her or did she feel smothered? There's a difference. So like there's times like you'll, like you'll, you'll, you'll tell me, Hey Johnny, come over. And I'll be like, you know what? You need earlier time. I say that though, mm-hmm. but that's not you know that's not me being smothered. It's like ah, I've been I've been at the house a couple of times this week. You know, you see me at practice. You probably seen too much. <laughs> Get this dude out of here. Mm-hmm. So, 
I can get that when you see people. To me, good friends should be able to have conversations. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me think about this topic because, you know, we had a conversation last week and it was spirited. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so there's some people who don't know us and think, hey, maybe Johnny's talking to her. And I don't really care about that. Like, like I told you, I only care what my friends think. And that's why you get a good group of friends. Yeah. So you can, they can tell you if you're doing the wrong thing. Like, you can tell me, hey, I didn't like the way you said that to me. Mm-hmm. And I know that if you don't say that, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. But not all people are like that, as you can see. Some people can't have those difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. She wrote a blog. She went and wrote a blog post and, and hit publish. <laughs> like, so you can't have that conversation in private, but you can put it for the whole world to see? Right. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand that. So we had, uh, you know, a small friend group that, you know, I mean, we went canoeing with this group of people, you know, and we went and had dinner occasionally with this group of people. And, and so I knew she and I ending our friendship, it was going to kind of reverberate a little mm. bit. People were going to know. And I went back and forth if I really wanted to. I mean, I lived 700 miles away now. Yeah. You know, I thought for a while I'd let her, I, I would, I just, it, for whatever reason, I mean, I was heartbroken. Yeah. Um, But I was also angry, but I was heartbroken. So I didn't make a deal about it at first. I kept it private. I kept it between the two of us. I told her I read it. I saw it that if she intended it to be private, it wasn't. So she needed to decide what she wanted to do about that. Um, And that's cool. And, and that it's cool. We're done. I do not. You know, I will be smothering no longer. <laughs> I know that's right. But I did come back a couple of times over the years. And um, I was at a, I think I must have been at a, one of the blog conventions that I went to and mm-hmm. she was nearby and we met for dinner. And I was curious as to why and what she was going to have to say. And she still didn't really take huge uh, accountability. She wasn't, she didn't hold herself terribly accountable. Um, but you, you are a better person <laughs> than me. Listeners, listen, <laughs> I catch you writing something about me and my family. We not having dinner anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I was curious. I was curious if she was sorry or like what she thought or what her, what her opinion of it was. I probably would have asked the person if they were curious too. Uh, I would have been curious if they got over me punching them in the face (laughs) because (laughs) like, and you know that, oh man, I can't even. And so you, and you had no clue. No, Mm -mm. I didn't have any clue at all. Man, that is, that's not a friend. So, you know, right now for me, okay, like I don't want anybody to get offended, but. So, you know, we got our little group, right? Like, we went on vacation together. Um, you know, the Rodriguez's and the O'Lears and the Hamptons, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, just between us, we, we pick each other's kids up from school. And, yeah. you know, like, we're good friends. But at the same time, like, if, if, if I'm out here doing something wrong, I know you or Victor or Joe or even Nadine, they're going to say something to me. Mm-hmm. And... Because you guys, because of how you guys are, it may not always be 
in the softest tone. <laughs> but when you really love your friends and you really value their friendship, then you value their opinions mm -hmm. and you value their input and you value uh, what they think about you. And you can receive that without being offended because if they're true friends, it comes from a place of love, mm -hmm. not a place of harm. And I think a lot of friendships now, uh, even when you're, even adult friendships, they they receive they receive negative. Well, they receive it as negative, but it's not negative. It just is. Um, so you know, there there's thing. There've been times when we've disagreed about stuff, and you, you know, I, I I don't, you know, I I don't see it that way. That's what. <laughs> That's what you like to say. I don't see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, Victor might say, well, that's bullshit. Like, mm -hmm. you got you, you to see this dog and I got to listen. Mm -hmm. That's how friendships to me grow, right? Like, you got to, you know, I asked my son on the way here. I said, you know, what is the most important thing to you about friendship? And I was surprised he answered so quickly because he's a pretty, you know. And he said, you know, I just want people to be real. And that's what I want too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if that com that blog that she wrote shouldn't have been the first time you heard that. Right. I never should have been taken no, so off, even, so off guard by right. Those even things. if you are smothering her, mm -hmm. even if that were the case, that shouldn't have been the first time you heard that. Right. And I remember thinking, like, why did she have so little faith in me that she thought I couldn't hear that from her mouth? Because most people, that's how most people deal. Mm -hmm. They don't take that. They, they take it as a slight. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's hard to know if she just thought that you'd be mad or if she just didn't have the courage to say it. Mm -hmm. Because if you got the courage to write a blog, then you got the courage to say it, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. So we peek in on each other's lives every now and again, I think, um, because we we are still connected by other people. Mm. Um, But I have, you know, even at, Soon to be 48 years old. <laughs> that has always stayed with me. That that feeling that I mean, I can still I remember where I was sitting, where that and my body went cold when I was reading it, when I noticed it like a a chill just went through my, you know, it was just so and I'll I it's just always stayed with me. And it's kind of mm, directed me a little bit in and out of some other friendships that. Um, you know, maybe it's just influenced some of my choices moving yeah. forward. Yeah. I mean, I remember I had a friend back in elementary school. His name was Dennis. And uh, me and him at times, uh, and like a couple other people, would be like the only black kids in a class, right? And so we would, I thought he was a good friend of mine. And one day I was in my apartment in Flushing, Queens, and he knocked on the door with the super. And me and my parents came to the door. And uh, he had done something and blamed it on me. <laughs> what? It was like he did something by the garbage area, made a mess of it, and said that I did it. Hmm. Now, I didn't get any trouble uh, because I hadn't left the house. <laughs> So pretty solid alibi there. Yeah, I mean, my mom was like, "Well, he's been in the house all day." So, mm -hmm. but the super took his word for it or whatever. And from that point on, like, I don't. Some people 
there's times I trust people too much, but I don't. I'm not a trusting person. Um, I give that illusion mm-hmm. to people. Oh, let's talk about that for a minute. I do. I give mm-hmm. that. I give the illusion that I. And it, there are some people. There, there have been times that I've trusted people that I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I, I take responsibility for. But for the most part, I let you believe what I want you to believe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we could talk about that. I, I do that all the time. Yeah, I had, um, you know, I, my business partner used to say that I, that with our clients, I could give the illusion that we had this, that we were really connected, that we were tight. You know, you're a personal trainer. It's kind of like you're part therapist, mm-hmm. you know, but she said over time, she learned to realize that it, not that it was disingenuous, but you can't give that much of yourself to that many people over and over again. Right. You have to protect parts of yourself. You do. Um, but yeah, she saw that. She's like, I wish I could do that. She couldn't do that. I just do it because I know that I can't respond to every single slight that I get. Mm -hmm. And so I've had times, especially during this past year, um, where people have, have slighted me in, in a public forum Mm -hmm. that I feel like they have. Yeah. And I I would agree with those. And I I know what some of them are. And I respond (laughs) to it in that forum. In in a way, like my dad used to say, you have a way of of telling people about themselves without sounding like you're doing it. Mm-hmm. But when that happens, like you know, I always say when you when you're in a relationship, any kind of relationship, every day you're getting new information. When I acquire information that you're not trustworthy anymore, then I adjust my behavior as mm-hmm. a friend. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Does that mean we're not friends anymore? No. But it does mean that I won't ask you to pick up my kid. It does mean if I need to talk about something that's going on in my life, you aren't going to be the first person mm-hmm. because now I can't trust you. Right. And for me, trust is the biggest thing about friendship. And like some people say loyalty, but trust is loyalty. If I can trust you, then I know you're going to be loyal. If I can trust you, then I know if you're in a spot where someone's talking crap about me, mm-hmm. then you're going to say, hey, man, listen, Johnny's not like that. Maybe you need to get to know him. Mm-hmm. you're not going to be like, well, you know, and be on the fence. Right. And I feel like a lot of times for me personally, I'll have friends where I'll stick up for them when they're not around, but I know they're not doing that for me. Mm-hmm. And once I learn that, then I pull back. Yeah. And that's, you know, so if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and you're a friend of mine and you're like, I haven't seen Johnny around a lot. Think of <laughs> think of the things you might have what said. Was the, when was the last time? <laughs> yeah, yeah think about the things you might have said behind my back that I might have found out about. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why. Mm-hmm. And I'll never tell you, like, I'm not going to call you up and be like, yeah, I heard, I heard you said this. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Instead, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to receive that information and adjust my behavior. Yeah. That's what I always say. And I try to teach my, my kids that. I try, especially Anthony, like, you know, teenage boys is a different animal you know and they're they're they are the of the most disloyal people <laughs> in it can be oh, oh man yeah. i try to i try to educate him all the time on that it's like anthony you know because he's getting a little popular here in our small city or whatever and i always tell him you know not everybody's your friend mm-hmm. well and joseph is um big on trust in his small circle like he uh I like brotherhood. His friends are his brothers. His close friends are his brothers. Yeah, and that's how I am because I don't have siblings. Mm-hmm. And so 
Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. And so you know, what are the what, so to you? What are the most important things in friendship? Um, definitely um, everything that we're talking about. But I, I mean, I just I can't cope with a lie. Mm. My wife's the same way. I have she, a hard time with like that. She, Ebony's the same way. You lie. That's it. And then she, you know, and I can't even play around with her a lot because, like, she knows I don't lie. Because she'll tell you, Johnny doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. So I'll joke around with her and then she'll be like, are you telling the truth? I'm like, can't you just go with the joke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my wife's the same way. She, she does. She can't tolerate lying. Yep. I, I always say, what's the reason you're lying? And that's it. That's just There's it. There's never like, a reason. You know, for whatever whatever that reason you think it is, why aren't we talking about that? Especially when you get in our age, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you get above 21, 22 or whatever, what's the point? Right. Like, what you scared of? And nobody's going to beat you up or anything. Right. Like, you know <laughs> no. what I'm saying? Like, if I ask you a question, like. But then I have to start wondering about other things. Exactly. And that's what I tell my kids all the time because kids lie. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell them, like, listen, you lied about this. What else could you be lying about? Right. I mean, that is it right there. Right. And so, and again, if I have a friend who's lied to me and I know they lied, I don't tell them. I caught somebody in a lie the other day. Not too long ago. (laughs) And I was just like, they said they did something. The other person said they didn't. And the other person told me first. I'm like, well, why would you lie about that? Mm -hmm. And if you're lying about that, you're lying about a whole bunch of stuff. That's right. That's it. And sometimes, even if I can't prove it, mm-hmm. but I know you're lying to me, like, I just, I feel different about you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, even, you know, even the photo that birthed this conversation today, looking at it and kind of yeah. seeing where some of those relationships are now that are different, like, some of that was about honesty. Yeah, some about some of it's about honesty. Some of it's about just not taking the time to cultivate a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. See, I'm, I guess I don't, I don't know if I'm like this because I'm an only child. Like I think sometimes a lot of this stuff, I like to cultivate relationships. I just don't throw you overboard. Absolutely. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I and I don't. I always say people have short memories. When you have a friend, a real friend, you can't have a short memory. Mm-hmm. So like. I'm going to remember Joe coming out to the car and helping me with my knee scooter <laughs> when he don't got to, right? Like, I'm not, you know, he's watching football mm-hmm. or, or something like that. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. so two weeks from now, he says something I don't like. I'm throwing him overboard Mm-mm. when he just helped my mom move. I'm not doing that. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people do that, mm-hmm. and I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. If I do something for you, I'm not saying that covers us for the rest of our lives. Like, I can harm you. But if we have a misunderstanding, how could you throw me overboard just like that when we have this history right. of friendship? What does If you do that, then my friendship didn't mean anything. Then it was just transactional. Right. Then you were getting out of me what you wanted. And once you no longer could, you couldn't use me. Mm-hmm. Too many people are like that now. Mm-hmm. So I always say uh, you got to have a long memory. And if your memory slips at times and you feel like you you need to apologize for that shit. Like yeah. the next day you can't just curse me out and then show up and be like, yo, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> nah. 
That doesn't work. Only works with my wife. Because I love her. <laughs> I love Ebony. <laughs> that only works with her. She could curse me out the next day we do it. <laughs> she would never curse you out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you didn't like life. <laughs> I thought that was established. That's right. I thought that was my point. <laughs> yeah. So moving like on in my life and relationships, I had um, my f- a first like group of girlfriends that sort of post-college when you're meeting people in school and mm-hmm. stuff, but that adult group of friends. And we had a group chat. The birth of those group chats, right? <laughs> yeah. You know that meme that says every group ch- out of every group chat is a second group chat without the annoying person. And if <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was that. It was a group chat with this many people that became one with this many people that became one with this many people. And then one day, you know, I, I was the one bumped from the group oh my goodness yeah doesn't surprise me i mean if you're with a group of people and you start talking about one of the people in the group and kind of edging you know yeah edging them out it's like survivor i mean eventually it's going to be you let me ask you this though so you have had to me you know i I met you late late in life so like you you tell me stuff sometimes like joe and i were at a country club (laughs) and i'm like what (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this, you know, yeah. do you think some of that? So I'm going to I'm going to make some assumptions in this group chat. Yeah, these these girlfriends of yours, all white, not all white, some all black. white. Are you okay. kidding? I ain't listen. I, I don't want to make assumptions. OK, <laughs> so do you think some of that is as you grew and evolved that your life experiences and stuff like that took you away of from what? They might have believed one hundred percent because I can see that mm-hmm. like like I, I I can totally see, you know, I've never been white. So but I can totally see if you lived and learned and you might you start out one way. And then as you continue to meet more people and you put yourself out there, mm-hmm. you know, you evolve and your ideology just splits. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand that. Yeah. We were talking before we turned the mics on about authenticity. Yeah. I think it was before we turned, or it's at the very beginning of the podcast Mm -hmm. and we're bringing it up again. Mm -hmm. But um, authenticity, it it has a lot to, like I I have, you grow and you change and your mind expands and and to remain in certain relationships that way, it's no longer an authentic thing. Yeah, see, that's me. I'm going to be me Mm -hmm. wherever I'm at. Mm Mm-hmm. It could be in a room. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I'm going to be me. Right. And you either can accept that or reject it, but I can't be any any other way. Right. I only I always say I only know one way to be. Mm-hmm. And I look back and think about the people that I can pick up the phone and call and ask to be a guest on the podcast from way back when. Mm-hmm. Like Cinnamon. Yeah. Said yes with no hesitation. Right. And we worked that out. And, you know, I think... I think that's part of the reason why, you know what I mean? Like there, we recognize each other for both being that real person. No, she trusted you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I got coming across in, uh, like before we went live mm-hmm. and stuff like that. When, when she talked about 
okay, you know, when you call me, I was like, sure, because I knew. <laughs> and she even said that because I knew what kind of conversation it would be. Right. Same with Dane. Right. Right. I mean, you know, we had the you mayor get, of Flint on our yeah. said yes without issue. Oh, he said yes. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Shout out to Dane. I'm just messing with her. <laughs> But yeah. or the no. people that are are hitting donate. Yeah, but no, but know, that because those are connections. Right, that is the value, right? That's mm-hmm. the value of authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like he knew, okay, I'm gonna come on this podcast. Like he don't know me, but he knows you. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna come on this podcast, and we're gonna have an honest discussion where they're not gonna play these gotcha games with mm-hmm. me about being mayor of Flint. Right. We're gonna have a conversation. I'm gonna get to tell my story. They'll ask me questions, I'm sure, but I'm gonna get to tell my story. That's mm-hmm. that's a trust level because right. of years of authenticity Mm -hmm. that's what happens like when you're authentic and you just yourself um it works i used to like i used my dad coached for many years and i used to say them why do people like you (laughs) like you are he was so fiery Mm -hmm. and he was hard on the kids and don't talk to me after we lose Mm -hmm. and all and all that and and, you know he Mm -hmm. was just like i am who i am Mm -hmm. and people like that so that's what I try to be. I aspire to be that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I get it right 100%, but I aspire to be like that. And I like friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, And I look back at some of those groups Joe and I moved through and I just like, what was interesting? What did we sit down and talk about? <laughs> you know what I mean? I like mean, You talked about what you were interested in at the time. Yeah, but it's just, you know, it's. It's just funny to me to think like that one podcast I hate listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that one of our listeners reached out to me and she said, oh, my God, is that my podcast? And I was like, no, <laughs> I, I love your podcast. <laughs> so I, I probably should watch it when I do stuff like that. But <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I I think that what makes me. It like poke the bruiser a little bit or whatever is because I, I just want to make sure that's not still me. You know what I mean? Like that, that well, sort of inauthentic, that f- fake, like I'm acting like I'm helping and giving good advice and stuff like that. But really I'm just talking to people who look and act and believe just like I do. Yeah. I mean, you don't want the echo chamber. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people are in that. Um, you know, for me, like I actually have good friends that are so not like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a, a friend whose birthday was yesterday, and I missed texting him. Bought the That's d- not like you. I bought the number. Oh, I thought I, t- I hit him this morning. I was like, I thought I texted you yesterday. He's like, oh, it's all. And this guy's a conservative Republican. No. <laughs> I mean, he's as conservative as they come. Mm-hmm. But if I would have called him, um, mm-hmm. he would have came and helped move my mom yesterday. 100%. He's he done did, it before. He did it before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and if he needs something, he knows he can count on me like so i don't i don't live in the echo chamber but at the same time like me and him have had like real conversation about some of the things he might support that rub me wrong yeah now what he does about that i don't fucking know (laughs) you know what i'm saying like you might be like you know you know i love johnny but god damn it you know trump 2024 or some shit you you don't know (laughs) trump's our real president yeah (laughs) but but at the same time he takes the time to listen to it yeah and he don't you know he just doesn't and a lot of people don't right a lot of people don't you know some people don't don't want to hear that they're doing bad shit Mm -hmm. and just and if you like to me living that way is sad 
Like, if you got friends that all they do is kiss your ass, then in the end, you know, you're going to always be short of the person that you need to be. Because you're always on, like, I always think I'm doing great. <laughs> right? Who does it? Like, yeah. shit, I'm the shit, man. <laughs> you know? But your friends are the ones mm-hmm. outside of your family who tell you, man, maybe you're not the shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Hey, John, maybe. I don't dis- I don't agree with your views about the school dress code. And here's why. <laughs> <laughs> and here's why. I don't see things exactly that way. Let me explain to you. <laughs> you know, it's something uh, that I the kids and I talk about when we're like watching the draft or whatever. Because mm. first I cry, of course, because <laughs> I'm a mom and those moms have to be so proud of I get choked kids. up with the draft. Yeah. Joseph said to me once, we could be watching a, a draft about golf and you'd cry. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I would, because those moms are so proud of their their kids. But, but you know, it's something that I try to echo. Like I always say something about, I hope he's got good people around him. I hope she has good friends around. You know, people that are gonna keep her feet on the ground. Because, you know, listen, I saw a video yesterday of a fight at a party. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. And where do you see all these fight videos? Man, I don't see listen, any of them? Hey, listen, I I know my way around Instagram. I be seeing, I, I see stuff. People send me stuff too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They send me stuff too, and you know these kids are dumb. They don't make all their pages private. Well, that's the truth. Okay, so your I pa- just busted my daughter on that not too long ago. Yeah, and listen, if your page is not private, mm-hmm. you're posting a story, Coach Johnny gonna see it. Yep. Now I'm not always gonna mention it, um, not right away, but when I see you, I'm like, what the hell is that about? And I saw, like, I saw a fight yesterday, and. I ain't like what I saw. And these people are, are making stupid decisions. And there's some people involved in these fights that got futures, mm-hmm. athletic futures, football, basketball. And I was talking to a kid yesterday, and I said, you got to stay out of that. Real friends keep you out of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you, hey, listen, man, we're about to have this fight, but you got to stay out of it. Mm-hmm. Because you got basketball to do. Mm-hmm. So we might get in trouble. And I, I've been in situations like that. Yep. Like, so. And that's a good friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get out of here. Because mm-hmm. we about to do something. You know, or or they'll give you a strong option. Mm-hmm. Like, we about to do this, but you might want to go. Mm-hmm. If you got friends that are, you know, taking and making you risk that, they're not your friends. Right. Like, friends don't let you get in harm's way. At least they try not to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes a friend can tell you something and you don't want to hear it. And it's just to keep you out of harm's way. Mm -hmm. And if you turn it down, what kind of friend are you? So, yeah, I see stuff like that all the time. It makes me sad. Because when I was a kid, I had people kept me out of trouble. Not just my parents. Dudes on the block. Mm -hmm. Like, Johnny, you're a nerd. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) that's funny get out of here man like you're not you're not you're not supposed to be doing this you're a mathematician yeah (laughs) right (laughs) i have people like that Mm -hmm. you know i mean i wasn't a street dude they knew Mm -hmm. so don't try to do street dude stuff if you're not a street dude Mm. you got a future get out of here so i get mad when i see friends letting their friends get into situations like that and obviously you blame the person who does it because, you know, hey, he's making that choice. But the friends who are allowing it say, yeah, we did this. And then, you know, so they're happy that they 
did whatever to this kid at this party. But if a coach sees that, yep. like I did, mm-hmm. you know, what am I going to think when you come rolling up to high school next year trying out for the team? Right. Now, I've seen it. I may not say anything to you, but you know what I'm going to say something to? The head coach of FPC. Mm-hmm. I seen a video last year and he was X, Y, and Z. We got to keep an eye on him. Yep. We might not be able to trust him. So if you got friends that are letting you do silly stuff, they're not your friends. That's my advice to all the young people. All of them. All. <laughs> all the younguns. <laughs> Every last one. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the conversations that some of the conversations I've had with Carolyn over the years, um, I've had to say, you know, it doesn't, you don't wake up one day and all of a sudden friendships, friendships get super mature. Like, no, it takes time. It well, and it takes the right friends. Yeah, you know, yeah. like there are still there are still cliques, and there are still there are still there's still the sub chats. Yeah, know of what course. I mean? So yeah, I so find it. I find it hard. Pick quality people. Learn how to pick quality people now. I think it's just harder for girls and women to have good friends. Do you think? Like, I like, think that that's probably true i think that girls are uh i think that there are a lot of very subtle and not so subtle but mm-hmm. very subtle messages that girls always need to be in competition yes mm-hmm. like i find that like you know i you know i raised you t- find that as a, as a girl no, i find that no i raised <laughs> I, you know i raised tiara mm-hmm. and then you know she was gone for a while went off to college and i didn't really have any experience with young ladies for a while right mm-hmm. until i started coaching them and then you see it mm-hmm. as you coach them. Yep. And it's and it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I I guess boys have it too, but they like girls always tell me like they feel more comfortable hanging out with boys. A yeah. lot of girls tell me yeah. that. Oh, girls are catty, and like I I don't know that to be true because I'm I don't know anything about that life. Mm-hmm. You know, like or is it just more pronounced because they're girls and we just focused on it because i i no, feel I like i really do i think that that it, it we are from birth it, some of it mm. is very subtle um just conditioned to um compete and attract is that a form of sexism though like yeah, mm. yeah. cuz i feel like young men are jealous of other young men too but I don't know if it rises to the level of young ladies. Yeah. Because I, I feel like we, we as a society allow two young men that are good, powerful to coexist. But then for like women, it's like the Lord of the Rings. There can only be one. <laughs> like, is that true though? Yeah. I mean, I would have to, I would have to put some, I, I, I'm finding, I'm struggling a little bit to come up with some examples on the spot like this, though. It's something I, I believe in my heart to be true that um, it's just sort of that. I mean, just conditioning to compete, compete for attention, compete for the boy, compete for mm. uh, for a lot of things. The it, I I don't think that um, f- female relationships come. You have to break a cycle to have a really good female female relationship, and I. I I would I would definitely talk about it as a topic down the road when I have some time to put some thoughts together yeah. and and think about my own ex, you know experience with it but um 
I mean, that stereotypical mean girl stuff doesn't come from nowhere. It, it's, it doesn't, it's not created out of thin air. Um, and even I think mothers and daughters compete as well. I mean, there's so much about female identity, kind of old school female identity that's in about youth and beauty, finding your worth in some of these things. And so as a, a mom ages and that changes and you see your, you know, your, our girls coming up, it's, it puts, a, it can put a funny slant on female, female relationships. Yeah. That, that's interesting to me. I've never been happier to be a male. <laughs> no, I mean, no, because you know, you know, my, my wife isn't, I mean, she trusts, but she's not as trusting. Right. No, she's, like, Right, she's tough. You, you, and you have to earn it, and then right. you have to maintain it. And, like, I think it's based on past relationships, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and I think a lot of women are like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they've had, you know, when they were young, another girl try to talk to their boyfriend or husband. Or write a blog about their kid. Right, like, that's that's <laughs> that's that's so crazy. Yeah. Dude just... I guess they go up to each other and punch each other. You well, know? that's it. I think they just handle it and get past it. And mm. women maybe internalize things more. I don't know. But but e- even, I mean, just the female experience overall, we, we hold on to a lot of things. We're, um, we hold on to a lot of traumas that we don't process through and let go of. And it becomes, you know, part of a bigger female identity. I mean, we don't have to go down all these I don't want this to turn into different tangents or whatever, but um, women hold on to heartbreak a different way. Women are assaulted and don't report. Women are, you know, there are, are just hurts that we hold on to. Yeah. and it, You know, I said something in the last episode and Joe and I both, it's the second time I've said it this way, not to you specifically, but the, the second time I've shared a certain piece of information that didn't become a bigger topic of conversation. Um, and when I said I was assaulted and I yeah. was blamed mm-hmm. for it, um, and I like, but it's like, that's, it's common, you know? Yeah. I mean, yes, it is the same time you said that. And I, and I never follow up on it. Cause I, I feel like that deserves a larger conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah. it, you know, in the, it, you know, like in the moment of talking about that, as we were off in a tangent about mm-hmm. school dress code, like that deserves its own freaking episode. Yeah. You, yeah. No, <laughs> it, I'm just. It really doesn't. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, it, it probably, do, but right. I just feel like. But see, it, but I just say that to say like in the scope of, of right. who women even, even are, the listeners you hold don't, on to that stuff. Yeah. Even know? the listeners are not like, hey, mm-hmm. like we had a whole group thing and no one mentioned that once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no, I get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally understand it. So like, I, so you feel like those experiences probably mess up female friendships Mm -hmm. i think they can for sure i think they can for sure and i think that one of the reasons why this woman wrote this post i think some of those reasons had more to do with her than with me and maybe what she was going through or had or didn't have in comparison to what i had or didn't have um and maybe uh, maybe that's why I reacted the way I did. And I'm not going to say that I didn't get mad or we didn't have words back and forth or, you know, but I just think that sometimes when people do something really shitty, mm-hmm. it's not for no reason. 
to you. Like I said, you got a heart of gold. Maybe. So you I look. Don't. Oh, you, I you don't are. have a heart of gold, but um, I really. Sue. You do. You you are so <laughs> kind-hearted. What are we talking about <laughs> here? Like I mean, I don't want to tell you about yourself. Like you know, I don't want to be accused of anything. But you are a kind-hearted no, person. Thank you. Like you, you are giving this woman a reason. Like, I'm sure there is a reason. There's a reason for everything. But you get to a certain damn age. Damn it! Like you can't do that. Yeah. Like you can't. You cannot have a friend and your good friends and write a damn blog behind their back <laughs> and talk shit about them. Like you just can't do it. That that's a conversation that has to be had. Yeah. Like come on, man. You just can't do that. No, I mean, yeah, I. I like to empathize too. I think you know that. Like, you know, I give people, but that, there's certain things I can't, you know, that's terrible. I think, um, I think sometimes I'd like to give women a, I don't know, I don't want to say a wide berth or a second chance or just a break every now and Not again. Not because you understand but, them. But I, yeah. Like, you get it. So, I mean, I, I can understand that. That's a shitty thing, though, man. So but me, she's not a shitty person, I guess. Maybe that's what I'm trying. Like, it was a sh- she did okay. a shitty thing, but Good she's not a shitty human. people can do bad things. Yeah. Okay, uh, all right. She did a fucking bad thing, though. <laughs> that's strongly worded for you. She did a fucking <laughs> bad thing. So let me ask you this. So you know, now we're getting deep now. So now we talked about that picture, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so there's certain factions in that picture mm. that no longer really hang out as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I move in different, you know, I'm able to move in different ways because I say what I got to say. And if I, if I love some person in that group and the other person doesn't love them, so be it. Mm-hmm. They got nothing to do with me. Right. That's your personal shit. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's possible to maintain, to sustain? Um. Like when your friend group fractures. Because mm-hmm. that's, that, that, that's what it did. Okay. When your friend group fractures. Are you allowed, is that a sustainable thing? Um, I think it, it depends. I think it can be, but let's, you know, like in, in our instance, mm-hmm. um, we still have to move in some of the same circles. We're all still interconnected. Yeah. Um, I think that, to be totally honest, if you still had the level of closeness and you know, real tight, tight level of friendship with some of those folks. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have that same type of friendship with you. Mm. And, and but conversely, I think like, yeah, maybe you know, people are going to hear this. Like, don't, don't come up to me in the street. Then. I know they're nah. going to Go think ahead. they you see could, themselves in it. You could come to me in the street, but I think conversely, I think some people might look at my closest with you the same way. Mm-hmm. I find that to be sad, though. Well, I, you know, I don't think you and I have ever said, don't be friends with this person anymore. I don't want you to be close with that person anymore. I think though that, um, uh, some of the things that sort of damaged the friendship, Mm. um, are pretty serious. I, I, I mean, if we didn't align on some of those things, you and I probably wouldn't be that type. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. You know. Just, you know, I don't know. With the Rodney King, yeah, we all just get up. <laughs> but we can. <laughs> no, we, we do. And we do. Well, I mean, it, it sounds we worse than it is. We were all together yesterday. Yeah. It's just the the 
the thread was, I mean, the makeup, the relationships are just a little different. But the dynamic we, you changes. Know, we definitely all still came together and did what we needed to do yesterday. And then that's life, I guess. Yeah. You know. And that's just it. That's what people need more ability to do. They need to get better at is putting the petty shit aside. Well, not, I don't even think that this is petty, but putting the, the differences aside and coming together to do what you need to do. Yeah. You know, and, and we needed to do that yesterday and we did and we'll need to do that on basketball Saturdays and we will and mm -hmm. you know and and it's true that you know uh they had that that moment in the service yesterday where they asked if anybody wanted to speak and yeah. um I it was the first time I referred to us as the army in a very long time yeah. but it's still true we all were there for her kids yeah. and we will be yeah Regardless of other interpersonal things. Oh, man. R.I.P. Shannon. I'm going to miss I her, know. man. I'm going to miss her, man. Yep. You never realize, you know, like, we we weren't particularly close, but we talked every time she was in the gym. Absolutely. Right? Like, so, and, you know, there was one time, you know, she was in a pinch. I picked up her son for practice, and we do stuff like that yep. around this town. And you don't realize how much someone's going to be missed until they're gone sometimes in that situation. Like when you're not close with someone, mm -hmm. like when you're not close friends and you're just like an acquaintance mm -hmm. and you know, maybe we're more than acquaintances, but you know, I'm going to miss seeing her face at the gym. Absolutely. And that, that, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. COVID. Do you remember um, last year when after the Halloween party, the football or the football Saturday, the basketball Saturday after the Rodriguez's Halloween party, and they brought those extra poison shots at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. And Shannon came over and she said, "Oh, is this what we do?" <laughs> like this. <laughs> I ain't know we was getting down like this. <laughs> those were good. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I remember the first time she came to one of the basketball parties, Joe went and I didn't for some reason. Oh, that's when I knew that, that we were crossing over to real friendship. That's when my, that's the party that my wife asked Joe to pick up Anthony from school. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yes. You were not there. I don't remember why I didn't go, but yeah. And he came home and he said, yeah, that Shannon lady was there. She was cool. You're going to like her. Yeah, she was cool. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I had met her, too. Yeah. And he said she was drinking Trulies. She, you guys can get together and drink seltzers. <laughs> she and I. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, that's the first time I met her, too. Uh -huh. And that's uh, when I turned to Joe and said, can you pick up Anthony from school? And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> she had not discussed it with me previously. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's that. So, so, so listeners in our group, when we post this episode, we can talk about friendship and what's important to you. Mm -hmm. And let's get lots of people commenting. Yeah. Because we have over 200. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> let's be gentler. A gentler <laughs> approach. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> folks. I'm trying to stop saying ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because we have... Uh, folks in the world that don't respond to either or don't identify with either. I try to say folks. Which is a good lead into our next conversation. Yeah, I guess. I mean We're yeah. gonna have an interesting conversation about Yes. Gender and gender identity coming up with a special guest. Yes. We're but gonna e even before that, I was trying to stop saying ladies and gentlemen and say folks. Well 
Yeah, so we'll talk about th- we'll talk about that. Yeah. Guess comes. All right, folks. So um, thank you for listening. I learned a stat in my class yesterday <laughs> that as I close, I'm going to share with everyone listening. 80% of people who listen to podcasts listen to podcasts using Apple Podcasts. 80%. Um, and I think that probably pretty closely aligns with where with our listeners, too. I think most of yeah. our listeners get our podcast than Apple Podcasts. Um, so I'm asking all of you, if you listen to us on Apple podcasts, please take a moment when you can this week to, um, write us a review, give us a rating and uh, a few words. It would really help us help our podcast grow, help it get seen, help it get picked up, help us book, uh, intriguing guests down the road. Um, or even, uh, it just allow us to do what we need to do to keep this, keep this show on the road. Um, we would really appreciate it. And uh, you can also find us on Instagram at the Strongly Worded Pod. If you're not a member of our Facebook group, ask yourself why. We are the Strongly Worded Pod group. We're on Twitter at the Strongly Worded P. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. All right, folks. Thank you so much. We are recording a very special episode tomorrow evening. Um, we'll have We'll be one ahead. Yes, we will. And I'm very excited about that. So stay with us. Keep listening. Give us a glowing five-star review. And we will see you next week. This strongly worded podcast is written and produced by Johnny Hampton and Sue O'Lear. Music production and vocals by Marshall Max Lamont Hamilton. And cover art by Samantha Shakes. <laughs>